We welcome you to the Romantic Truth Podcast, where you think before you love. Please feel free to subscribe and listen on Anchor, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Breakers, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Deezer, or your browser. Be sure to share a link with a colleague, family member, or friend. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is for mature audiences due to the sensitive nature of subject matter. Think before you love is the Romantic Truth Podcast motto. You will not get slapped here, we promise. Hi everyone, Jocelyn with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. Let's talk about a major problem that exists now that some of you have run across, but I'm going to talk about it. Social media. And what do I mean by social media? Let's go into it. TikTok. Let's go into it. Beagle. Let's go into it. Instagram. Let's go into it. Twitter. What's happening with these name brands, Snapchat and others? Well, what's happening is this. Our younger people are confused. What do I mean by this in general? There are people that go online, literally, and they will ask a question, what do you think of my photo? And people will write their comments in. And here's the problem. Some people are looking for affirmation and approval. And what they will do is take all of these comments and all of these criticisms. And what they will do is literally go out, try to find a plastic surgeon or someone that will sponsor them and have the surgery done based on these people's comments. This is the most unhealthiest thing that we can think of in our society. It's bad enough people have issues with their bodies. You have people that literally go out and solicit inquiries from people about their opinion of that person's physical appearance, facial appearance, etc. What this tells you folks is this gives you an idea of how many people don't have an identity, who are lost, who want someone else to make a decision for them on how they should look. And these people are disenfranchised and not being able to fit in, not feeling as though they're good enough. A lot of these folks are in rural areas where they've been teased or they want to be famous. They have low self-esteem. And this is why they do it. The fat girls on there, some of the fat older women at 48, 49 years of age saying, would you date me? What's wrong with me? You open yourselves up for criticism in a way to tear yourself down. It's not building you up. It's not helping you. When these people say all of these things that are negative about you, folks, they're not telling you to go and do this to better yourselves. They're saying what they would like to see you do. And once a person sees they have that much control over you, Oh my God, it doesn't end. Oh, you need a nose job. You need an eyebrow lift. You need your lips thicker. They will go on and on and on. 
because they have a fool that's willing to do anything they want them to do. And the majority of the people that are making these recommendations to you when you have your comment sections open, these are the individuals that would never do anything like that that they're asking of you. And you, of course, want their honest opinion. Their honest opinion. They haven't had any kind of oath that they've sworn to. So they're going to tell you what they think for their own convenience. And in some cases, they may not like themselves and may tell you something that's detrimental to you. We wonder why a lot of these teenagers are winding up being sidetracked, suicidal, ruining their lives at an early age. It's because of this. See, here's the thing. When you're in high school, you're dealing with a lot of this peer pressure. You have guys that want to be accepted who can't be accepted by certain girls because they're not the stop, they're not the jock, they're not the stud, they're not the brainiac, or they're not the guy that's the flavor of the month. These guys become disenfranchised. They become angry. Some of them become angry at women because they feel as though every woman is going to turn them down. And some of these guys get so infatuated with the idea of being with the girl that they would love to be with that they go on and they get on these sites and they'll start putting makeup on their faces. They'll start dressing themselves up as women. And the reason why they're doing this is because they've been rejected as a man and now they're saying, well, maybe another woman would like me. So maybe I'll go and do this in order to be accepted, in order to be appreciated, in order to be liked. Well, at least I could become like their girlfriends and that's a way for me to get in with them. Because they can't stand the fact that they've been rejected, especially if they had coddling parents, those parents that have always made everything all right for them throughout the years. See, the thing you got to remember, the parents are giving them this placebo. But when they step out to go to school or go on social media, they're dealing with the reality. There are a lot of mean people out there that just want their agenda taken care of. They don't care about your welfare. They don't care about your emotional or mental health. They're out there to do you in. But yet, people find it comforting to have 100,000, a million followers, two million followers, three, four, five, six, because see, they wanna have that Messiah complex. They want to feel as though they're leading these people. No, you're not. Those people are leading you. See, the one thing you have to understand is this. As a person who's been in media for years, let me tell you something. Well before this whole YouTube bullshit and all the rest of this came about. Let me tell you one thing. Your audience will dictate what you do. You will never be in charge of them. You'll never be in control. Look at this show. Who has the most influence on the show? The listeners that have written in. 
they share their experiences and stories. But here's the thing. I don't want any of them to think of me as a Messiah or some kind of leader, some kind of coach, some kind of dating guru. I'm a person just like everyone else. I just have a little bit more experience than most people when it comes to dating after 30 years. That's it. If a person needs professional help, I refer them to that resource. But the one thing that I'm not going to do is sit here and be one of those shucking and jiving people that, oh, I got to do this. Uh, hit the cash app. Here's my PayPal. Here's my cash app. No. It's not about that. It's about a message for you to help you. A lot of you folks that are out there on YouTube, TikTok, and all the rest of these channels with millions of viewers, and you're realizing now that this is the only way you could really accommodate your audience is by going out there and altering your physical appearance based on their opinion so they'll like you more, or so you can keep those likes up, you got to ask yourself this question. Did you like yourself before those people started liking you? What you will find, folks, are a lot of people who have been neglected and abused in life. They're overachievers and fiercely independent for one reason. They don't want to ever be vulnerable again. Financially vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable. How many times have you seen people that have had millions of followers on Instagram and they treat everybody on Instagram like shit? That's indicative of how they feel about themselves. But you have this contingent of young, confused individuals that now have a title such as content creator, as if that really means something. The reason why these platforms want to build you up with content creator and all the rest of these other titles, they know that they're getting to the lowest common denominator when it comes down to your self-esteem. And that's what they use in order to fuel things to go forward. That's how they make money. Off of your insecurity. So you go and you exploit your whole life online. You journal everything. You talk about all of the things that pertain to your well-being. from the food you eat, from every little minute experience you can come up with. It started with MySpace decades ago, and then it went to Facebook. And of course, Facebook now is for people 35 and over at best. And then 
Instagram for the 20-somethings and 30-somethings. Snapchat for the younger generation and the teens. Snapchat and uh, TikTok. And right now, TikTok spans the gamut. Even though it's a wholly owned Chinese company. That's right. Communist Party has a big say in what goes on on TikTok. But as Americans, we love the streaming service. But what we have to understand, folks, is this. Social media for many people is the only thing they have to represent themselves. Because they have tried to do it in so many other ways and nobody listened. And when they finally got 12 million people to listen to them, it is now their voice. You see, the one thing you have to understand, because I hear this argument a lot, they're talking about the First Amendment and the Constitution and freedom of speech. Well, you can have that in public environments. You could do that in front of City Hall. You could do it in Washington, D.C., in public spaces. But if there's a private enterprise that's providing you a platform to speak your mind, they have control over how you speak. And that's the way it should be. Free speech should not be something that's universal. It has its place. You want to criticize the government, talk about everything else, or talk about a certain network? By all means, you should be able to do it. But understand that that platform that you're using is under no damn obligation to necessarily condone, agree, or underscore, or even allow your speech to be heard. They're a private entity. You're in their house as their guest. Your First Amendment right. You can go outside with it. And even with the privatization of Twitter with Elon Musk. Trust me. There are going to be some things they're not going to allow on that platform. No matter how much freedom people are given. That's the way it goes. But what I'm telling you folks, more so than anything here, a lot of our youth are in trouble. A lot of you adults are in trouble. And we're going to expound on this a little bit more as we go on. Stay tuned. One of the troubling things that I've seen, especially on TikTok, women in their 40s, some in their 50s, asking the opinion of people on TikTok, do they need a facelift? Do they need a boob lift? They need a butt lift. Total strangers. And these people fill up the comment sections 
with what they think that person needs. And then the next time you see them, they're talking about they have now made an appointment to get the suggested surgical procedures. And not only grown-ass people doing this, teenagers are doing it. But my question is, to whom are they trying to appease? So they actually think that there's going to be somebody that's going to say, whoa, I'm glad you did that. You know, I was waiting for you to make that cosmetic adjustment so that I could date you. Or so that I thought that you would be of value. I would never forget this one time. There was a lady that I met on a dating site. And she told me all of these things that she expected out of a man physically. And she had all these photos up of herself. And I'll admit, she looked pretty good. She got those glamour shots going, you know? And by the way, folks, glamour shots, (laughs) uh, they do a lot of propping and a lot of prepping. So those are not the people you actually see. Yes, the face is, but all the other accoutrements, trust me, they take their time and stage it. And so what happened here? We had a date. Now I'm thinking, all right, well, she's already told me I'm kind of subpar, uh, quote, unquote, beneath her standards. And she was doing me a favor by going out on a date with me. When I saw that big hog head pig foot motherfucker, look, when I saw that woman, the first thing I did was took a look at the beer can that I was drinking out of and I looked over at the waitress and I asked the waitress for a tall glass and I wanted another Stella Trois. This woman sat down and when she sat down, I knew she was big because when she sat down, the leather seat, well, they weren't really leather, they were vinyl. I heard the the vinyl say, oh, 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 my back. And I'm like, oh, damn. And the sad thing was when she was trying to slide into the booth, she had to push her gut down to get in. And I looked at her and she's like, what? I said, you really thought that you were going to drag me over the coals. And I'm sitting here worried about meeting your expectations and you've fallen so short of mine. I I did take the asshole tablet at that time. And she's like, well, you know, uh, I meet so many guys and they, they, I said, well, hell, you lied. I started singing that song about Mark Morrison. You lied to me. I looked at her and I was like, look, I said, we could be friends. Well, I thought we were going to be more. Oh, hell no. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I said, you so fat when you talk, your jowls jiggle and your back of your neck move. There is no way in the hell. I was pissed at this time because what she had done, just to give you a little backstory, 
She had cut me down at every point when I was trying to talk to her and give her compliments. Now, mind you, this was before dating apps where you could video and all the rest of this. This was just us talking before we met on the phone. And she was telling me how fine she was and she was 5'9 and she weighed about 160 pounds. Shit. I put it to you this way. When the waitress came back and saw this lady at the table, she first thing she did, and it was really fucked up, ma'am, would you like a salad? At that point, I said, yo, I asked her to get fired, is what I'm thinking. And she's like, no, uh-uh, I want a hamburger. All right, so we went to order the food. I'm eating a hamburger. She's eating a hamburger. And she started inhaling while she was eating. She was like, I was like, oh, hell no. That sounded like a damn diesel. And I'm like, oh, my God. This girl sounds like a damn Mercedes early in the morning on a cold day. I said, no, 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 no. I said, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. I said, we just going to be friends. I don't see why not. Mm. I didn't want to break her down when she felt bad about herself. But what I wanted her to realize was that don't set expectations for others when you can't meet the very ones that you set. That was key. And then she started telling me, you know, well, no other guys are going to go out with me and blah, blah, blah. And and I just listened to her. And I said, well, here's the thing. Being that you're deceptive, initially. That's your problem. I said, if you told me you were a big girl, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Believe it or not, I would not have. Oh, yes, you would have. I said, no, I wouldn't have. Because at least you would have been honest. I'm still stuck on the principle of you lying to me. Well, everybody lies. I said, yeah, everybody like you. I said, it it really is difficult to lie to someone when they're going to see the truth. She made my ass pay the price, though, because she ordered double dessert. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, we ain't dealing with it. But what I'm getting at, folks, is this. A lot of times people will build you up Sometimes they will tear you down in order to make themselves look better. And sometimes they'll build you up to make you think that you're good enough, only to tear you down as well. Now, with this social media thing, a lot of you are looking at it from the standpoint of finding your new horizon. I look at the podcast. I get solicited by all kind of podcast platforms every day. Oh, we just opened up a new podcast platform. Take your podcast from Anchor over here. Screw you. Anchor's been around longer. I've dealt with Anchor longer than anything, anybody else. Distribution, I can't beat it. But here's the thing that's really sad about this whole situation. 
A lot of people, this is the only thing they have. This is the only thing they have going for them. And so, therefore, they look at it as, if I'm not successful at this, I'm successful at nothing. And so they'll go out and pander to that crowd that's out there of people that are not their friends, don't give a shit about them, and just because they like your video means absolutely nothing. Because really, if you think about it, most people are indifferent to each other. We are separatists for the most part. Meaning that we may support a cause or something that you are associated with, but we don't support you. You know, it's like the people that say, well, I don't mind blacks being in the community. I just don't want them in my family. I just don't want them going to my church. I just don't want them working with me. I just don't want them living with me. It's that kind of mindset. And we even do this in our own dating lives. There are people we're prejudiced against. I have a friend of mine, platinum blonde, blue eyes. Guess what she will not date? Anyone that does not have platinum blonde hair and blue eyes must be a man, platinum hair and blue eyes only. So no matter what man comes into her life, that's what she's fixated on. I have another friend. She only dates black men that have that nappy hair on their chest, that 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 bullshit on their chest that look like breadcrumbs. That's her fetish. That's what she likes. I told her best of luck. I don't have any hair on my chest, thank goodness. That would contribute to body odor. But you have people with different idiosyncrasies, different requirements. I'm a guy who likes women with wide hips and large breasts and long hair that are tall. Don't ask me why. I just like that. Those characteristics turn me on. When I see a woman like that, yeah, I'm ready to procreate. But that's just me. Fortunately enough, I haven't procreated yet, and I'm thankful of that because my wallet thanks me every time. But here's the thing that I will say. Ladies, when it comes down to a situation where you have to go on social media and empty your whole life on that particular platform, I want you to think about it, how difficult it is for people just to write in these emails and tell me just a snippet of their existence. Especially when I get interacting with them and talking to them on the phone or texting with them, trying to get them on the show, and they're like, oh, no, hell no, uh uh-uh, never, no, uh uh-uh. Because they are afraid that it's going to ruin other aspects of their lives, and I understand that. I get it. So it makes sense. But some of you, you don't care. You put your whole damn relationship on Facebook, on TikTok. 
And then you get mad when people comment about what you put out there. Johnny, I'm with my new boyfriend. Come here, Butch. Me and Butch are going to be lovers, and you have broken my heart, and you're going to pay the price, Johnny. And then people wrote in the comment section. It seems like Johnny was the beneficiary of this whole thing because he got rid of your ass. Or they wrote something like to the effect of, the new guy's just going to fuck you and leave you like everybody else. Johnny was a wise man to leave you. When you get to a point that you're so desperate to be heard that you have to put your relationship on social media, it's over. I get this question a lot from ladies. How can they convey to other women that their man is taken on social media? And I tell them two things that would happen. Both of you can open up your phones, take a selfie of the two of you kissing, put it in both of your profile pages simultaneously. Change a relationship status to in a relationship. If you're going to go this route. But I personally don't recommend that you do any of that. Keep your relationship off of social media. Because eventually, somebody that you might have had beef with along the way or you get some troll, guess what they're going to do? They're going to exploit that opportunity and make you look bad. They're going to expose things about your partner or about yourself that you weren't quite ready to expect. Especially if it's one of those people that's trolling you, that's in your friends list, that wants to have a relationship with you. You know the kind of folks I'm talking about, people. After you have uh, chosen a partner and changed your relationship status, then they DM you and tell you about how much they really wish that they could have been with you, how you guys could have worked out everything together. It's all bullshit. They liked you in the position you were in because you were on par with them. You weren't going forward with your life. All of you were in the same status. And that was key for them. You were not going forward. I tell you, people like stagnation, believe it or not. Because for some people, that is stability. want a piece of serenity and that piece of serenity that they get is complacency we'll talk more in a moment now what are some of the reasons why people are motivated to go on social media when it comes down to relationships Well, one, they want to make sure that they're a viable candidate. So they want to show off their wares. You go on Instagram, not uncommon to see almost every other woman either showing cleavage or ass. 
They got to have that two-piece bikini on. They got to have that butt shot. Now, what I find kind of interesting, if you go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a trans woman could get away with her bare ass showing turned to the camera. Let a biological woman do that and see how quickly she get flagged. That was something that I noticed on many of the social media posts, especially individuals that would send me links to their pages. And then I'd find that what was supposed to have been a woman is not. And I'm like, oh yeah, so you could just show your ass like this on Facebook, your bare ass, nobody says anything. Because in many ways, LGBTQPAI members, and I'm gonna say it, in social media, many of you are exempt from some of the scrutiny that other heterosexual people have to endure. If a man showed his bare ass on Facebook, automatically he'd be flagged and taken down. If a biological woman bent over and showed her ass on Facebook, same thing. And I'm talking bare ass, same thing. And the reason being, politically, it'll raise up a firestorm, and we know this. Now, another thing too, folks. When it comes down to you bringing your relationship to social media, doesn't matter what gender, persuasion, or whatever you are, the, un- the one thing you have to understand is this. You open your relationship up for scrutiny at that point. The minute you start complaining about your boyfriend, ladies, like the one lady that was talking about how her boyfriend cheated on her, she caught him with her best friend, and then the women started in, yeah, men are dogs, your man ain't shit, et cetera, et cetera. And then she turned around in that same vein and said, how dare you talk about my man? because they think they could pull that same shit like they do with their friends. They could talk about the guy, but you can't. Well, see, here's the thing, ladies. You guys will amen each other on this. You guys will go and say, yeah, girl, he ain't shit, to agree with her. If a man said, yeah, my wife's a whore, you think you're going to hear a man say, yeah, your wife is a whore? Nobody ain't going to say that. Because they know that those are provocations that will involve aggression. So we let a man just vent about his woman. Yeah, that so-and-so, she ain't this, she ain't that. She's trying to take all my money and child support, et cetera, et cetera. We don't say a word. And if we do say anything, it's usually a guy that's talking about child support. He's not going to talk about that man's wife. or baby mama, he's not going to address that because he knows those are fighting words. See, as men, we have to be very careful about what we say. That's the reason when we go on social media, we got to be very careful about what we post. Especially when it comes down to relationships. 
One thing that I think will help you out, ladies, too. Never post on social media where you are in real time. Like, oh, we're at this burger joint. And then you go and you put that, you have the little map that shows where you are. Don't do that shit. Seriously, don't do it. You never know what nut, fruit, cake, or basket weaver is going to come out of the world and try to go to your, go where you are, and you don't know if they're going to do you harm or not. If you're going to post anything like that, post it after you've been there. You were there and you're gone. That's to help you with your safety. And some of you don't even think about that. If you're sitting around on Facebook and you got 5,000 men with their tongues hanging out trying to sleep with you, and you're letting them know where your locations are, I know you want the attention, the notoriety, the accolades, to take pictures with people in your friends list and all that. You never know. It only takes one nut to fuck your life up. Remember that. One. Not two, not three. Just one. Takes one nut that shows up to fuck your life up and one nut inside of you to fuck your life up with kids. Just remember that. I'm just saying. Another thing we have to come to grips with. When you're talking about personal matters on the internet and your video blogs or vlogs, V-L-O-G-S. Understand one thing. You're giving ammunition to everyone that has a beef with you to come at you later with. Understand that. Some of you get on social media and you're airing out disputes at work. Talking about, oh yeah, well at my company we do this, like the guy on TikTok with his foolish stuff that got fired. Telling everybody about shortcuts he could, that you could take at his job in order to save money. Well, the company was not gonna sit there and just let him give away their trade secrets. They got rid of his ass. And he comes back on video talking about, well, I lost my job and my girlfriend's leaving me. It's too damn bad. It's your fault. And at some point, there's a sense of personal responsibility that has to prevail. And I know many of us don't like those two words because that doesn't mean fun. I'll give you an example. The draft is a prime example. We had the NFL draft here in Vegas at the MGM Grand. Had a plethora of invitations to go by different people who are living here in Vegas. I chose not to go. Oh, you're missing out. You know, we could be on social media and this could promote your podcast and blah, blah. No, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Don't want to do it that way. Sorry. Mm -mm. 
I appreciated them inviting me to the venue. And I always sit with my Steelers fan. I've been a Steelers fan since 72. Thank you very much. Used to be a Buffalo Bills fan when O.J. Simpson played for them. And I know you guys don't like O.J., but on the football field only I'm talking about. But here's the thing that I will tell you, folks. What it comes down to here is that when it comes to social media, you want to keep your much of your personal life out of it. Keep your job out of it, please. Some of you consume alcohol and think it's okay. They're taking pictures. They're going to post it to social media. People have been fired for consuming alcohol on their own Facebook page. Because some of you have to understand the contracts that you sign when you sign up for a job. A lot of us don't. We just go and sign the paper just to get the job. A lot of them don't realize that we have a conduct clause in some of those provisions. We also have uh, proprietary clauses that we may have to sign. Well, you're not allowed to talk about the company's secrets for so many years. You might not be able to work for another employer for seven years that are within the same field. You got to check out what you're reading first. A lot of people don't. In some cases, you could actually be sued for defaming the company. Read your contracts, because a lot of you are probably scratching your head and say, you know, I signed all them damn papers when I got hired 20 years ago, but I never really read them. You might want to. It was like this one guy that worked for this company and he wrote a book about certain things that they had engineered at this company. And even though he used resources that was not associated with the company at all, they still wound up taking him to court and shut him down. The book was never released. So you're going to have to really think about these things, folks. I know a lot of people say, oh, you're too cerebral. You're going too much. You're thinking too much. You're overthinking. You're overanalyzing. No, this is just common damn sense. And a lot of people don't use that. And you wind up with someone later on that you meet, that you really like, and they say, yeah, well, you know, I got fired because of a social media post. Oh, what were you doing? Oh, I was smoking a joint and uh, my friend just put it on our on my page. Okay. Yeah, it was just something that happened. No, it wasn't something that happened. You were a dumbass, and the two of you don't need to be together. And you have to put things in their place. And so you have to watch a lot of the uh, restrictions associated with your lifestyle. Like, for instance, the reason why I'm not a lawyer. I actually was ready to go to law school, was going to take the LSAT, all the rest, and I was just before I decided to go in the MBA program. And the reason why, and I was going to try to go and see if I could get a combo MBA uh, JD. But then again, I thought about it. I said, now with a JD, the problem I'd have if I ever practiced 
I would have to live by a certain standard. And that standard doesn't really pertain to me. It pertains to the profession that I'd be in. Now, would I want to have a profession that had that much control over my human being and conduct? Nope. See, I draw deep lines between what I do professionally and what I do personally. I never intermingle the two. So I knew that was in violation of my own moral code. So I didn't pursue it. But here's the thing, folks. Defaming someone, trying to get even with them on social media, talking about them, trying to drag them down. Don't do any of that because I will tell you, if you're not careful, you're going to wind up in court. And more than likely, you'll probably lose, especially if that person collects the content and enough of it. Look at what happened with Candace Owens and... um, young lady um, I can't even think of her name that uh, lady that would be with uh, Cardi B look at what happened between the two of them you don't want to wind up like that so it's best to go on and try to resolve situations and issues with their problem with their partner outside of that social media environment. It's designed primarily just for communications and entertainment. It's not really designed... See, here's another thing, too, and I'm going to get into this. uh, I'll tell you what, I'll get into the next uh, segment, and we'll talk about it. Now, let me just explain the structure of social media, how this whole thing is supposed to work. Social media is primarily made for communications and entertainment. That's what it was designed for. It was a diversion. It was not something where you would get information from and disseminate it. It was not designed for that purpose. If you notice with Facebook as an example, Before they came up with all of these other tools, guess what they had to do? They had to figure out a way of keeping you interested in staying on that site. And what was it? It was games. The most fundamental thing that an average adult wouldn't probably do when they're fiddling around. But that was the thing that kept people going there. Now, are they emphasizing games as much as they used to? Do you see commercials for Farmville and the rest of those games anymore? No, because they became addictive and people started complaining. So what they started to do then was focus on other areas to expand the brand. Nothing's wrong with that. But this is what you have to look at. Each of these communities have their own specific reason to exist. LinkedIn, for instance. Jobs, careers, networking on a professional level. That's all it is. And it's all it's used for. Now, 
You can always Google or ask Siri for information in regards to information that pertains to something that may be of value that you may need to know that's pertinent. But here's the, keep, here's the thing to keep in mind. Wikipedia is not a reliable source only because of one reason. Too many people can edit it and that comes that sometimes is a problem. If you find something on Wikipedia, you want to cross-reference it by at least three to five other resources to verify that that is indeed true and not fake. This is what I do with any news stories that I post on Facebook. There are several places I want to see where it's posted first. One is Reuters. Other is PBS. And then I'll look at Associated Press. It would be, usually I go with AP first. The reason why I would go with AP first, they have more embedded reporters than most other agencies. That's how CNN, Fox, and all the rest of those guys get their news. It starts out with AP reporter usually. And this way, this will help you better disseminate between fake news and real news. Just because your favorite anchor or reporter says something or a favorite person that you see on TV that's a personality doesn't necessarily mean that it's valid. That just means it's their opinion and you agree with them no matter what. Whether it's true or not. Now, there are different types of talent that are on these platforms. You have people that can sing, people that can write, people that can rap, people that can cook, people that can do all kinds of things, do hair, you name it. And I will tell you this. There are no standards they have to measure up to as far as quality. So the guy may be a mechanic working on his car and saying this will work if you did it. And so you went out there and you decided to work on that car and do what they said and things didn't come out the way you had planned them to come out. Well, what are you going to do? Write a comment to him and say, hey, it didn't work. That person's not going to worry about whether it worked for you or not. And care less. Same thing with a lot of these dating programs. Oh, yeah, at the bar, the only thing you have to do is just get two drinks and just stand there and just look at the girl twice and then look away and she's going to want you. Like the one guy said on this YouTube video. But I'm not mad at him. He had over 500,000 followers. And that's all they were were followers. Not leaders. See, that's the distinction here. Each of you are leaders of your own destiny. I just give you the tools in order to do it. Think of it as you guys being the Ukrainians and I'm being the Western European nations providing you the arms to fight and hopefully the Ukrainians can hang in there and get the Russians out something we need to do 
And it seems like more and more after I keep watching this war, as an aside, I really have this grossly optimistic feeling about the Ukrainian people. I've always liked them. I've had a few friends that were Ukrainian. There's still that soup that they make that I still have to get used to, just like that Norwegian soup and that... I don't know what it is, but me, soup, and fish, I don't think we really should coexist. Haven't figured it out yet. All right, now... Another thing about this social media thing, there are a lot of incentives for people. Uh, They'll get cosmetic endorsements, they'll get money from different uh, enterprises, and a lot of times these enterprises don't care. As long as they see the numbers are there, the people are there, then they'll pay the money. And of course, a lot of the people that do the shows, they don't care as long as they're making the money. I'm sorry. I care about my work. I care about what I do. It's valuable to me. More valuable than any dollar than a person can pay me. Because, see, there's this personal gratification that I have that money can't replace or can buy. And that's what makes it so good. Makes it so fulfilling. When I get your emails and you tell me about how something that I've talked about helped you that's enough gratification for me that's a million bucks for me or when you tell me about a successful relationship you had I'm happy for you 100% because I know there are more people that are not happy that are out there looking for a relationship than that are Other things about social media, folks. Make sure your house is clean if you're going to do a video chat, video conferencing. At least a room. And I'm serious about this. I video chatted with a lady one time and she had a dildo in the background. Seriously. Sitting up in the background on the nightstand. She was in a bedroom. It happens. Now, it would have been okay if I had known her a bit, but now we're just starting out. And she had that in the background. Didn't care. And you'll see it. Kids. You don't want your kids around when you're doing social media. It's never a good idea to have them around. It's never a good idea to have them running around in the background because, and I've seen this happen live on a YouTube show where someone called CPS and the police did show up and they did knock on this woman's door. They came in and they had her shut off the YouTube uh, channel while they conducted their investigation. Don't have your kids around for social media because you'll find someone that may not understand your situation 
and don't want to hear your explanation or excuse. And as far as they see it, that child's being abused. That child's being neglected. Even though that child's in pretty good stead and don't have anything to worry about, they don't perceive it that way. So don't allow yourself to get put in that kind of predicament. Really, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Any kind of domestic violence or fighting, watch yourself on that. Because see, some of you want to go live to get even with somebody or to counter someone else. Your boyfriend might have said something on a live podcast or broadcast, and now you want to get even. And this is one of the reasons why I'm very skeptical and I screen my guests a lot before they would come on this show. I do a pre-interview with them before we go on air. And the reason why I do that is because if they have some kind of vendetta against someone else, against a past lover, they're not going to do it on my show. And the reason being, I've seen too many people do this I was watching a live on on Facebook one time. This lady was defacing her baby mama. And just talking, I mean, baby daddy, talking about him like crazy, talking about how he wasn't this, he wasn't that. Well, what she didn't know was her girlfriend, roommate, was in the background just standing there looking at her, just rant and rave about how horrible this guy was. Well, there was a knock at the door and you could hear it while this lady was talking about this man. Well, there was some commotion at the door that was off scene and you couldn't see it. And all of a sudden, this guy walks up behind this woman that's talking. He grabs her by the neck and throws her to the floor. So we see her disappear, just see her sneakers pop up. And then after that, the only thing we heard was boom, boom, boom. Well, it was his fist going in her face. Her roommate let the baby daddy into the house. He got in there and started whooping her ass. His friend was there and he was probing the desk. And apparently he pulled a gun, put it in his waistband and walked out. Now, all of this was still being filmed live. The roommate, the girl, walked out with the guy that had the weapon. He then drags this woman, the baby daddy, over to the sofa and starts strangling her. And the girl's kicking her feet. And he's still punching her and throwing her around, kicking her and everything. And she's up there telling him she loves him and not to hurt her. And she's the mother of his children and all of this other crap. Folks. After seeing that. For me. It reaffirmed what I've always said. You don't need to be on social media creating beef with exes or with anyone because you never know what may happen. It's not worth it. 
It isn't worth it. Save yourself the agony. Don't put your business out there. Leave your business between you and your partner. And if your partner doesn't agree with you, big deal. The two of you disagree. All right. You can live with that. Telling your girlfriends, family members, and everybody else and them going on social media, putting your business out there, it's not going to help. I get a lot of emails from you talking about how your exes and your current relationships or your partner is putting social media information out there or information out there about your relationship. And it's usually more women doing this than men. And let me tell you something else, ladies. You know, when you post on social media those pictures with you and your kids and you have in your description in a relationship, if you ever change that to single and you still have those, that picture of you and your kids there, not too many men are going to be interested. just want to share that with you because for some reason a lot of people think that well you know I'll just go put the kids up here so the man will know what I'm dealing with and what he will be dealing with if he comes into my life so as we see that we start thinking okay she has three kids that's three child support payments not interested that's the way you look at it And the reason why they look at it that way is like, okay. With Facebook, it's a little bit different because that's a family environment. Okay, we'll give you that. But when you do this on dating sites, uh uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, I don't care what anybody say. My key is going to be, okay, well, that's fine. But don't complain about how difficult it is for you to find a man. Because see, the last thing the man wants to see are your kids. I hate to tell you that, folks, but that's true. He wants to get to know you first. Because when he see the kids, first thing he's thinking about is, damn, my wallet hurts. Even if you can afford to pay your own bills, he's still going to look at his wallet hurting. That's what it's about. So you got to take your time. That's all it takes. Just a little bit of that. More in a moment, folks. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Romantic Truth. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and guest only.